Hey, what's up? Here we stand. Together again. <laughs> We're back. Hi, it's kids. It's been a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about this real quick. I want to apologize. I want to apologize. Like, if you know what? If you're if you're an avid fan, like, one, thank you very much. If you've listened to every episode, God bless you. <laughs> if, um, if you've been, like, looking around and being like, hey, what the fuck, man? Where the hell are the heavy metal over a six-pack, boys? It's like, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you, kids. Marcus and Anthony here, by the way. Hey. We are Daveless. Indeed, we are. For now. He's injured. And For now. Yeah, he's injured. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, his mortal coil mm-hmm. is still live and kicking, but not in um, this, uh, this, this room. No. Well, let's, just, let's just say this. The last, the last few months have been, have been insanely busy. Yep. And... We have to adult at one point, it's which kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. We hate adulting. I don't know if you noticed by the show, a bunch of delinquents on the show, but then like we actually have to like go out there and adult. So mm-hmm. I apologize. I, I I personally take I take full responsibility for the lack of uh, of content that you have experienced over the last probably three or four months. I know we used to be like a weekly program, and you know what? Someday we 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 may be a weekly program again. I don't know, man. Like. So I grabbed beer today, and uh, I, I don't know if, like, we we can afford this beer thing anymore. I know. Like, it's like a, a four-pack of beer and a tank of gas, and, like, you're, you're $84 more. <laughs> so, like, I was going through some of them, and I was like, oh, that one looks cool. $34. I'm like, what do you mean? $34. $34. $34. That's a new high. Yeah. So it's 34 There was everything over 20 yeah, I stopped. The one I got was probably one of the cheaper ones. It was I stopped seventeen. I was say I stopped at nineteen. <laughs> yeah, seventeen. If, I, for if this. I see over nineteen, like I'm, yeah. I'm done. Thirty four though. It was like a fruity pebble one. Like it had like the like the all like all the flavors like built in. It's weird. Fruity yeah. pebbles. Fruity pebbles. I feel like I've, I've actually seen that one. Yeah. I know, I know exactly. What you're, I I wouldn't be able to identify it, but I know exactly. Yeah, what you're Thirty four dollars. But. Coming in front of the mic again, I just I I, I felt the need to uh, to confess. It's like, yep, yeah, you know what, like. Content has been slipping lately, but like, like I said, I blame I blame life and the things we have to do to keep life together. And you know, we're we're busy people, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we're we're actually we are in a band. Like, we were in a band that kind of went on like a little mini tour for a while, and a few member changes that we didn't expect to have to do, and like that took a lot of work and mm-hmm. like took takes a lot of wind out of the sail. And you know, we're trying to put that shit back together. That way, we can go on like another mini tour in fucking October and. Um. Yeah, so I mean, I apologize for the lack of con- content, but it's like we're not going anywhere, man. Like heavy metal over a six pack, we're live and kicking. We have a fantastic show coming up in December. It's gonna be our second annual, uh, uh, quote unquote, 
Christmas slash holiday party. I call it holy effing Christmas party. Um, and I actually have a vision, like, so I might actually make like our festival, like a, like, like a, like a biannual thing. I think that's the right word for it. Because so like, every what, other year. Well, well, no, not by. So well, annual would be. What, just... what would be the word for two times a year? I don't know if there's a word for that. All right. Well, we're gonna call it up. I, I think, I, I think our events, like our annual events, are gonna actually go annual in two times of the year. So we're going to keep the Christmas party because the Christmas party, like, why the fuck not? Let's mm-hmm. keep the Christmas party. We'll throw this epic party. But I think I have a venue in line to actually, like, start setting up the outdoor all day, possibly two stage, but most likely one to start until, like, we kind of get our bearings and sure. get a little trust with the venue. Mm-hmm. And, and whatnot, but if you are in the north central Massachusetts area, like I, I, I think I have it set up where we're going for our Christmas party in one spot and an outdoor all day extravaganza of beer music and I'd like to get the podcasts involved in like some Absolutely. of the stuff too. Like start like inviting like some outside podcasts. I mean mm-hmm. we have the um uh help me. The I just stroke the, the horror guys? Yes. Oh. Um, wow, we're the worst. I know we are. Just Sorry. edit I'll this just, part out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll just... <laughs> Fans of the dead. Fans of the dead. Thank yep. you so I love you, boys. I, I seriously just had a stroke, like, right there. And, like, I couldn't remember anybody. Because like, I wanted to say darker side, but it was like, I don't. Yeah, they, they don't exist anymore. Like, they probably don't exist anymore. But I want to get, like, all of our, like, podcast people. Because, like, that would just be fun to have, like, uh-huh. a big fucking festival of, like, metal and podcasts and. Yeah. Beer and like, I mean, those are like my three favorite things in the world. Yep. So, starting in 2023, I mean, like I said, it's going to be Christmas party, something in the summer. Okay. And so, I mean, we're still here. We're still out here. We're still working. We're still listening to shit. We're still like mixing it up with like the locals. And, mm-hmm. and I apologize that we haven't been able to share with you. And, um, even the end of this month, I, uh, we are a, a sponsor of the Wookiee Fest. And, yep. I have to actually figure out those details. Like, mm-hmm. Can I even yeah, do right? that Saturday? Yeah. Can I not do that Saturday? I'm not even sure. Like I felt, I, f- I feel terrible because mm-hmm. I, I actually wanted to like just go out and give up, give away like a bunch of merch. But sure. Um, life's hard, man. It is. It is. It's tough. It's been tough. So, uh, but I apologize for our disappearance, and like I just wanted to reassure everybody, like we're we're still here. I mean, we're 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 doing it behind the scenes. I mean, you may not have been able to see it, and I mean. I got a lot of life events coming up too. Like I'm um, getting married in September. Uh-huh. Like that's that's con- that's, that's going to consume a couple of weeks of my yeah, life. It's just small stuff. You know? Um. Oh, it's just like it's like I'm just not even here. Like I mean, I'll call in. I mean, we can. <laughs> I'll call in from the beach. I mean, I'm just going down to Georgia. We're eloping. We don't have like a big wedding thing. Like I'm not into big weddings. They're overrated. I mean, I don't, I don't need a big wedding. I mean, just having a fucking party like when we come home, like that's costing me a small fortune. So right. I, I, I don't, I can only imagine what oh, yeah, an actual no, wedding crazy. costs when you cater the thing that's and, true. Like, and all that crap. It's like, dude, like don't just don't call it a wedding. Like let's just call it like a reunion a of bridal bash, I don't know. a reunion of homies. <laughs> that is a party. <laughs> <laughs> reunion of homies and slash bitches be crazy and homelets. Homelets, yeah, homelets. Yeah, so there's just a lot of stuff going on, but we'll be back, man. Like the, like October, November, yeah, we can come back. We'll be back full swing, full swing. I agree. Until something else happens, and then like you know, like whatever. Of course. 
Dave, Dave, Dave's got a lot of life changes. He does. So Dave's been doing some good things. He is minus twenty two. Minus twenty two. Dave is doing some great things with minus twenty two. If you haven't heard this of the his the, nonprofit, the word uh, minus twenty two, like just go right on the Facebook and just plug in minus twenty two mm-hmm. because that is a uh, that's a righteous cause. Um, actually passed the um. The uh the uh the outdoor chapel over in Ringe there, and I actually saw the field of the flags. Yeah, like, yeah. you can actually see it from the road. It's like like that that like it's powerful stuff, man. Like mm-hmm. and like uh, I know it means a lot to Dave. Absolutely. And so I I can't speak on Dave's behalf, but I I will say like he's doing like important work for mm-hmm. important people. Definitely. And 100%. it's definitely something worth like checking out. So mm-hmm. like he's not here tonight to be able to elaborate, but we'll 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 shake it out of him. Like one of these days, <laughs> sure it won't be hard. Absolutely not. We won't even have to talk like the rest of the episode. Yeah, right? just, just let him just... let him roll. All right, should we drink some beer? Yeah, we should loosen up. All right, let's pop this four pack. I'm sorry for the cords. Yeah, they're like super loose and goosey over here. I don't know if it's the cords or what, but when I was playing with them, like they like go in and out, so <laughs> I don't know. I mean, one of them's taped to hell. Alrighty, this is Accidental Wilderness, which makes no sense. It is an India Pale Ale with Citra, Matoka, and Simcoe hops. 5.6 alcohol by volume. This is actually out of Orange, Massachusetts. Uh, oh, this is on its way. On its way, artisan okay. beer. All right, I was mm-hmm. I was like I was like who's HW? All right, honest wait, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Local. I mean, they seem to always be local, but that's what I dive in, huh? Okay. As Dave would say, the happiest sound on earth, and to give it the sniff test. It smells like an IPA. It smells like peaches. It smells like peaches. Well, like oranges. Okay. Okay, I can't see it live, but I'm going to say this is cloudy. A little hazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. It feels, um... Only 5.6. It yeah. feels low for an IPA. It does. But it, Especially for the thickness of this one. It feels a little... Ci- I mean, citrusy, though. Like, it has that kind of slight juiciness to it. It's not a... Yeah, yeah, It's not a New England, but, I mean, it's... It's from New England, so does that count? No. Just magically makes it? No. I've I've heard it like that. I don't know. Actually, like so, so many. No, it's doesn't have the gnarly aftertaste. For five point, no, it definitely does not have the gnarly aftertaste, which I enjoy because, like, I don't like drinking the beer that tastes like grass. <laughs> no, nobody wants that. Like, I don't like a grassy finish. Like, I, I don't know if it's the hoppiness or like whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I've had hoppy beer that doesn't have a grassy finish. Like, which yeah. I mean that's that's where my jam is. Tell you what though, for a five point six, this thing is thick. Mm-hmm. This is a sipper, hundred percent. Oh, absolutely! Like this is like a this is like IPA milkshake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an orange creamsicle milkshake. <laughs> it's very smooth though. I enjoy this. It's, it's very smooth. Pretty good. So smooth. All right. If I had to pick a number. Between, yeah, between one and six, I'd give it a four. I'm on board with this. Let's see some more info before I make my. Uh, There's not a lot on the can. The can's pretty. 
Motu Motika? What'd you call that? Motika and Simcoe hops. Yep. Motika and Simcoe. All right. With Citra. That must be where your your. Uh... That must be the pot in it. Okay. That's sweet. <laughs> it's feel great, man. Let's keep doing. We're in a can on a sweet. Yeah. Said four, huh? Four. That's a, that's a good. That's a good looking number. You know what? The the flavor and like the the clean finish, I would normally go higher, but I'm gonna say like there's a little bit of heaviness to this thing. It's like, definitely this, thick. Like this take this takes some work. Like, mm-hmm. like I might I, I might not get through this can. I feel slightly tired. Yeah, right. Like, right? like, like we need I, to take I'm, a nap. I'm slightly like, exhausted. Take a couple of sips. Like we need to take a nap. Like this is. I like the four. I like the four number. So yes. I think I think four I think, across the board. I think it's an all around four. I'm, all right. And. That's nice. I mean, that's a good number for us. I th- I feel like because mm-hmm. yeah, if you're if you're above three, I mean, you're 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 killing it. In there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're doing good. But this is gonna take a lot of work. I'm tired now. It must be why it was like what seventeen dollars a can. It's like so it's, uh, three and a half an hour. Well, this is honest weight. So I mean, it's the weight of, of a can. Uh-huh. Yeah, they got they got a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. I went to this brewery when they first opened, and um, very IPA driven. I didn't, IPA. I didn't even know there was a. Uh, brewery in Orange. I don't know anything in Orange. I didn't realize yeah. they were actually to the point of like canning and like having like right. uh, canning distribution. But you know, that's just you know, I don't know everything. I'm sorry, but like these guys were like heavy IPA and like they they had a lot of double IPAs. Like when I was out there, and the only bummer was it of it was like I went there like on the way to like Greenfield for a brewery hop. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, there's one right here in Orange. Like, we can just stop there. And, like, everything available is, like, a double or triple IP. Right, no, for it's sure. Like, yeah, we're driving where? <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're doing what? Which? What's, like, um, the River Sticks Brewery? Which, Pittsburgh? yeah, which I would like to, to try to get on somewhat shape or form. But their stuff is very heavy. It's either an IPA. It can be. And it's, like, they have, like the like, the spicy stouts and the Imperials. I mean, they are very heavy. Porters, stouts, yeah, it's all imperials. Yep, yeah, they, mean, it's they, supposed to be you know depth of hell. So I mean, I get it. I got you. No, 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 I got, you. I got you. But like, it's a long afternoon. Because they even they actually had some canned at the liquor store, which I've actually never seen. They had five different ones, but it was just like imperial porter and then like imperial milkshake, right. and I'm like, I don't need to go to sleep. <laughs> like, it's just well, it's uh, the thing too, because you know what, their imperials actually aren't terrible. Like usually, like we, when we have like an imperial, like usually. <clears> It's like eleven eleven percent alcohol like and teeth in. Yeah. Um River Six actually isn't that bad. Like it has a nice smoothness to it, but it will hit you hard. Yeah. Because like you're talking somewhere between six, seven, eight percent, sometimes even closer to nine, especially if you do like their uh their uh, limited releases. And it's just a lot of work, man. It's like yeah. like yeah, that's not something you drink in volume. Like that's like you go for one possibly two and then like you get out of dodge that way you don't die yeah pretty much i have some fun things to say though like so i um i took my first trip to uh old orchard beach okay i've never been up that far you've never been to old orchard never been to old orchard really nope okay never ever to the oob never ever ever i like old orchard so you get the pier and stuff yeah, the pier is yeah, cool. Yeah, I got some cool photos of the pier because yeah, like, I neat. have uh, I have my new my new fondness for uh, photography. Yeah, and I just actually finished a book, photography for beginners, which actually taught me how to actually set up my camera, and actually adjust things like properly and like, yeah. what to do, what not to do. Was, There's a lot was, of knobs on that. Um, 
I'd love to plug the book, but I don't remember the author's name or the actual name of the book. Oh, I mean, it was starting with photography. Like, I know that was okay. really, like the book name, but I don't know the author's name. But, like, I appreciate how he wrote his book because it was, like, he was talking like a person. So, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, reading the book, like, as if the guy was, like, actually like, talking to me, which I, I actually really enjoyed. But, long story short, the reason why I got on this, like, little thing, mm-hmm. I'd like to actually give some, uh, if I can give some breweries a shout-out. Sure. Because, um... I had a little weekend adventure, like went to the Sox game Thursday, slept over in Boston instead of coming back to Winchin and, you know, like driving up the yeah, old orchard because, that. you know, That's like nice. why drive five hours when you can drive one and a half and spend $340? Um, <clears throat> so in Saco, Maine, went to two spots. I went to uh, Banded Brewing, which I will give a shout out to their Wicked Bueno. Mexican style cerveza, <clears throat> and I had an IPA there, and I'm so sorry I can't remember it. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. I'm so sorry, but Banded was uh, absolutely fantastic. Okay. And I went to the uh, Lucky Pigeon. I like the name of that. It was a good time. Too they big. had a great logo. I bought a frisbee from there. <coughs> I had another. I believe I had a red IPA there that I actually really enjoyed. And again, I can't remember the name of it, but it doesn't matter. I mean, red IPA would be easy to spot. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going hmm. on. Interesting. We went to the distillery, too. And uh, I got to research my shit more often because I, the name of the distillery and the name on the actual bottles was, like, different. It was, like, Bohemi Gin. Okay. So it was a gin distillery. And I'm not a gin guy. Right. So I actually ordered off of the specials. They had a... um. They had an old fashioned, which I love yeah. whiskey. Mm-hmm. So like I'm all about the old fashioned. I actually learned how to make old fashions. Like I've been making old fashions by house. Like all my whiskeys are gone now because like we learned how to make old fashions. <laughs> so now like sure. all the whiskeys and like all the whiskeys that like I kind of liked have now been turned into old fashions. Like with the chocolate bitters and the, uh, blah blah et cetera et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I was drinking this old fashioned, not knowing that I was drinking a barrel aged gin. I had no clue that I was drinking a barrel aged gin because I hate gin. I don't like gin. I'm not a gin person. And it turned out it was like I was drinking gin. I was like, dude, that's fantastic. Like, good for you. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, there was one brewery that we landed at. Um, today's Tuesday, so we landed at Sunday. So I took a random route around the uh, traffic because, you know, 495 and 95 traffic, like coming Some home from the, the beach. Yeah, kind of sucks. So I took a, I took like a little bit of a roundabout. I landed in uh, Northampton, mm-hmm. and what was really funny is like Connie's in the car and she's like, "Oh, if I had service, I've been trying to look up like a brew pub or a brew restaurant or a brewery with a restaurant, <laughs> and like unfortunately I don't have service." And like right after she said that, like we passed by this place called Throwback Brewery okay. and Restaurant, and I was like, "Oh, like that?" So we turned around, we flipped around, and like we went there, and like. Absolutely fantastic. Really? The beers are great. They had a black lager, which was a little smoky, okay. but very enjoyable. Right. I actually took home some red IPA from that place nice. in a in a growler, which I appreciate that. Wow, Thank you so much for having have a, gr- a new growler. I'm impressed. Yes. And the food, farm the table, like was they actually make so I ordered the throwback burger mm-hmm. and their um their hamburger <clears> bun <throat> is actually made in house with spent grain. That's cool. It was the softest, doughiest most delicious bun 
I actually, I, I asked the bartender straight up. It's like, what is it going to take for me to get a six pack of those? <laughs> just the buns? Yeah, I just want a bag of the freaking bag of bread. Buns. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I don't even care about the burger and all the stuff that you put in, inside. Like, this bun is amazing. But Throwback Brewery, Northampton, New Hampshire. Absolutely. Okay. Fantastic. Beautiful. That's all my shout outs. Sorry to the other guys, because. Listen, <laughs> no, it was a long day names. of traveling and a yeah, lot of yeah, stuff yeah. was going on. I can't I can't remember all these details. I gotta take more pictures and more notes. Sure. But sure. I don't. Huh. But no. Alright, well so this episode was and you know, to really be transparent, it w- it was last minute. We had some cancellations, so we said we'll go for it. Yeah, we had no plans, boys. None. And girls. So Ladies and gentlemen. this is gonna be a mixed bag. Now I just grabbed a Bunch of shit off of Metal Hammer would be our, our uh, sword for that. Our cite, citation, cite, citings, right? How would you, what would you say? If, if this is a website we're going to use, it's our... Um, there's a word for source? it. Source. Source. I'm an idiot. That's fine. Anyway. so as close as I can. <laughs> so I have everything from releases to news and just kind of everything. So I'll just go one by one and we'll just kind of roll through. Absolutely. First one, and I can even drag it all the way here so Marcus can be a part of this, too. And hopefully it doesn't explode. What the hell does that do? That's not even the right one. Just ignore that one. Nope, we don't need that one. We should edit this because this is a bad thing. So this is actually a thing. So... (laughs) There was evidently this clip of Sinister Gates beatboxing in studio... And it's been going around, so Avenged Sevenfold hasn't put out anything in ever. Rightfully so. Um, but this has been like this thing that's been going around, and there's a full video on Twitter of him in the studio beatboxing. And nobody's really saying anything, whether it's true, if it's going to be part of the new album. Yeah, but and this is like great speculation. So it's like, so the new Atreyu is going to go more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're going to go pop, EP, death, drop, Sonic. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read that I'm up. gonna read this this verbatim here. So it says uh, to be so this is from the the article itself. Uh, to be fair, Avenged Sevenfold has never been shy of admitting their influences from well outside the rock spectrum. With M. Shadows revealing earlier this year that Kanye West was one of the inspirations on their current writing process for album number eight. Hmm. The thing about no, this is weird. This is weird. I'm going to read this through. This is quoted from M. Shadows. The thing about Kanye is that he is pulling from such a great soul music. I didn't grow up with that stuff. My dad listened to Boston and Alice Cooper. I didn't get the taste of black music and old soul. So diving deep into jazz musicians, we're not trying to do a jazz record, but the chord changes and progressions are so eye-opening to us. So I find this weird. So Sinister Gates is classically trained. Like his father was classically trained. Yeah. And that all comes from jazz and blues. Like that's where that kind of stems from. So I don't understand how this is like new to them. Right? Right. I get that. I get that. It much. just seems it seems weird. Whatever. Maybe, I mean, maybe unless, it's just me unless, feeling. I don't know. Unless, well, no. It, unless Kanye. Listen, 
I don't know Kanye for a hole in the wall. Like all I know is uh, like the Kanye like upfront surface and like you know the upfront surface like looks like he's a massive douchebag. Correct. So anytime you associate Kanye West with anything, I'm gonna say, "Wow, you're a fucking massive douchebag." Right. But at the same time, maybe this guy actually knows like some kind of under like. He self-proclaimed himself as, like, the greatest rock star in the world, mm -hmm. which we all laugh at. It's like, dude, you don't even play rock. You play <laughs> pop, hip-hop, like, kind of thing. But maybe this guy actually has, like, a level of, like, appreciation for, like, the genre, maybe. which he doesn't necessarily – and I'm being devil's advocate here. Sure. And I'm, I'm, I'm swinging for a fence here, folks. Mm-hmm. So Maybe the guy actually has an appreciation for like the music that we actually don't understand and we don't see in like his music, and maybe, maybe he does have like a level of the underground world sure. that nobody sees. Whether it's like a jazz infusion or this infusion or this or this or this or this. So, the one positive that I would take from this story is maybe Avenge Sevenfold is not going to fall into like the um, the formula where. Because let's be honest, a lot of these bands have fallen in like this formula where you have to do this, this, and this, then you become popular. Octane puts you on their regular like lineup, and off you go. Like maybe Avenged Sevenfold really cares more about the art, the music, and the diversity, mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily looking to put something out that everybody in the masses are going to enjoy. Which I can appreciate that. Right? Am I going to enjoy it? Well. That the tale to be seen. Like I, I, hate, I hated the stage. Like I, yeah, that was their progressive album. So it's like they. I guess I give them credit for trying new things, but at the same time, it's like, well, you know, you had a pretty good thing going when you uh, kind of created your cult following with like Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. It's just something. I mean, I've come to this conclusion that a lot of like popular musicians, like rock and metal musicians. Like when you look, like look at their playlist, it's not really a lot of rock, half the time. No, it's an, it's interesting. I mean, you take I mean, I mean we've talked about it. Randy Blythe of Lamb of God isn't really a metal guy. No, not outside his music. No, right. You know what I mean? But, like it's like on his own thing. But at the same time, I also appreciated a band. Like I'll use a band like, um, like Beartooth as an example. Mm -hmm. Beartooth was like really hardcore in the beginning. And now they have just molded themselves into popular pop rock. Mm -hmm. Like, and pop rock is a little extreme. I know. Like, but there's a certain formula that Beartooth now follows, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a pleasing to the masses kind of a thing. So I actually appreciate like a major band like Avenged Sevenfold has a major following. Mm -hmm. Like, if you if we actually talked about this like five years ago, Avenged Sevenfold would probably be up there like in the Rushmore. Of like metal, but like they've mm -hmm. done so much stuff that like you know, piss so many people off. Well, they've been so in and out, right? It's like it's like yeah, we're cool, we're not cool, we're cool, we're not cool. Like there's nothing wrong with playing around with your genre, but it's absolutely like, not. But it gets to the point where it's like I don't even know where they are anymore. Like I'm just like what? Right. And I'll tell you what, like this influence might even bring that like deeper down that rabbit hole, right. or they might just come out with something genius. Yeah, who knows? Like yeah. kind of a thing. How it all blends together. I mean, that would be an interesting show to go to. It's like, well. But it's just, it, it is hard. I don't necessarily quickly dismiss, like, the, uh, the Kanye West vibe about it. I don't want the guy necessarily like, associated with, like, our music. But maybe he is. Maybe he is. And when the, none of us even. 
This is the thing about press. You really never know. Like, this guy could literally be a musical genius, and none of us actually know because, like, we just judge him on his work of art and his crazy antics. Never know. And him going absolutely freaking ballistic. But maybe this guy knows everywhere where, like, black... There might be, like... A, there might be... I'll just use a generalization. There might be something called, like, black jazz, like, somewhere. And it's the craziest heavy metal we've ever heard in our <laughs> right. life. Because it's just, ryth- it's just like, rhythm mm-hmm. and rifting and heavy double bass. And, like, none of us even freaking know about it except this guy. That's and true. this guy is actually, like, drawing artists like Avenged Sevenfold to, like, see this. Is like, dude, look what this guy's doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, take that, take this, take this, take this, take you, take you, take you, and put that out. And we might be, like, pfft. My mind might be, and that's me being positive. I don't think that's happening, but it, you never know, man. You never know. You definitely know. All right. Well, let's let's stick on the positive train. So I can't find my mouse. So that one's done. So I'm gonna put put something in our headphones that no one else can hear. This is gonna be for our own state of. But again, I do appreciate the branching out, and I'm hoping it works because, like, the stage I think was uh, experimental and. Kind of flop. Agreed. Like, I didn't enjoy the stage. I didn't either. Like, I don't have the patience for the stage. Not my thing. So, next up. This is a release thing. In Flames. <laughs> have released two new singles. Uh, which is interesting. This is what we're listening to right now. Mm-hmm. It's sweet. Um, so, technically, there's two. Uh, the newest one, which is in areas, is called The Great Deceiver. Uh, I give they had a big tour coming up in Europe uh, without the gates, which is pretty cool. Um, so this one that we're listening to, The Great Deceiver, uh, comes out of the heels of the recent single, State of Slow Decay, which received widespread acclaim for its embracing of Inflames' classic sound. Uh, the Great Deceiver, uh, similarly, okay. mines the band's melodic roots. I wonder but how far classic they consider. I mean, let's put it in our ears. Oh, I'm just saying, when they say, like, classic, sure. I wonder how far back right. their classic yeah, yeah. goes. Like, yeah. is that, are we talking 2005 or are we talking, <laughs> we're talking 1995? <laughs> 95, exactly. Because, I'll tell you what, but, like, I, I grew up in Inflames, so, like, I, like, I, we consume this a little bit. Almost. I need um. I need jo- I need I need uh. I think it's Jonah. I need Jonah to like get in here. Yeah. Okay. The guitar is not quite there. It's not quite down the classic, but it's close. It's closer. I feel like this new drummer actually rejuvenated. He's very good. He rejuvenated this band. Like they they went into like a rut for a while. They did. But the new drummer. Okay. Yeah. 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 I see. I see. I see. This is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are we on board with this? Ish. I figured I wanted to bring this up because obviously you're the Inflames guy. So. Oh, I love Inflames. I mean, I wasn't. I enjoyed their last album, the most recent one. I, I, 
I fell for it. It was it was good. If you were gonna claim to be like classic, like in Flames, the only critique I would actually give, like the vocals are there, like the, he he's got an iconic tone. Oh, like, absolutely. This guy is like that's him. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's the um the guitars back in the day used to like literally tell a story. A like you you would be thing. like lifted and like taken like different directions, and sure. this is pretty close. And this is what they're gonna do. You're on board? Oh, I can sign up for this. Absolutely. All right. I actually wish he would get rid of the clean vocals. Like, yeah. stop doing the fucking cleans, bro. Like, not that he does it terribly. No. Like, he still has, like, a very iconic, like, thing. But it's, like, just... His his heavy vocals are, like, so... Iconic, like you said. Well, not iconic, but, like, they're... they're um. You can you can actually make out what he's saying. Yeah. Like you don't lose the music right. through his heavy mm-hmm. vocals. Like True. you know what he's saying. It's very like, he clear. doesn't get lost in, like, nope. like, like like a cannibal corpse. Right. Like, you have or no idea what yeah. that guy's like actually saying unless you're looking at it kind of a thing. Right. Like you can like his clean vocals are very um <clears throat> They're clear. Uh, I mean they're they're yes. they So can... you don't necessarily need the clear the cleans. As long as you do it properly, because like I, I, I understand, I understand in, the, in today's world, like it takes you need a lot of cleans, but you need it to be well done. But I mean, I'm on board with this. Of course, it's slightly weak, but like everything leading up to it. All right. New release, new stuff. Moving on. I still love In Flames. That was uh, a good time when we saw them at that show. Good. Even when they're just like they're just like literally. Well, they've like, done it for so long. They, they, don't, they don't need the flashy show. stuff anymore. Like, hey, you in the fucking shirt, Clayman shirt. <laughs> you want to hear something off that album? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they were like, cool. That was a good time. So uh, my brother actually went to this concert, not the specific one, but the same tour, I guess. Uh, Mudvayne. Uh, so Chad Gray ended up falling off the stage. In Florida, while playing, not falling. <laughs> I is that um is that a coincidence or irony? That's irony. That's irony. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, uh, Chad Gray has opened up on the tumble he took off stage. Uh, <clears throat> so, like I said, blah 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 blah. So this oh, is he says ironically right there. Yep. So, quote-unquote, from Chad Gray himself, I just want you to know that it's not like I walked out there and fucking slipped on a banana peel or something and fell into the crowd, he said. It was absolutely my intention to get out there and to get out in your face and lay on you and lean into you and scream and have you scream back at me. It's probably one of my favorite parts of the show that I ever play is getting that close with you guys. So, I basically walked down stage edge of the stage and I step across and put my foot on top of the barricade when I'm on stage is about a five feet underneath me from where my feet are to the ground so I'm even higher my head my head and shit so yeah it's probably four or five feet so what happened was I stepped out the crowd surged forward pushed my foot off backwards so my foot went straight fucking down my left foot was on the stage I hadn't stepped across yet my whole fucking body just went wham, right on top of the barricade, right there, right across my sternum. Ugh. 
I thought I was going to piss my pants. It hurts so fucking bad. We were ironically in the course of not falling, like I said, which is amazing. So I just started <laughs> singing that, and I was able to sing, so I just pushed through the shit. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Okay, so on a very small scale, as a vocalist, I can actually say there's been probably like a dozen times that we've actually had a show where I felt like I was going to fall over on something. Cause I don't know. I try to, I try to like get up there and be in places where I'm not supposed to be. And like every so often, like you know, you trip over something or you do this or like that guy has you like lassoed with his guitar cable and it happens, man. We're all human. I haven't fully tumbled yet. Like actually, like gone down, down. A few times with the young, especially around. being on like the second side or like the set, like up where like you you're normally like posted. Yep. Oh, yeah, there's been a couple, and, like, I actually, like, went, like, whoa, like, over, like, a half sack, like, one time, like, which Mark would have fucking loved that. If I would have tumbled right. right over a fucking old half sack. <laughs> yeah, that would have been interesting. Nothing to do with alcohol. No, not at all. Um, Might be the greatest irony ever. Right? Falling during not, not falling. falling. All right, so next up, we got some classic broads here. And by broads, I mean Motley Crue. Uh, so they were apparently caught using a backtracking for Tommy Lee's drumming. In a new video, it appears Motley Crue were using a backing drum track live as Tommy Lee fails to join in on time. It appears that at a gig earlier, this is pretty much just repeating itself, uh, the drum ta- track was exposed when Lee failed to meet the count-in and joined in with the band's pre-recorded music on time. Luckily, it seemed he managed to sync up in just a few seconds. So, coming from a drummer, I mean, I, I'm i not a, what's the word, click track drummer very well. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't, I just play the song. I don't play to my brain. So, um, to be able to play drums exactly to a track seems weird. But, I mean, if you're still playing, what does it fucking matter? So, am I right though? Like, here's my thing. And I'm that dude that's like skeptical about like all reality TV, like how it's all like staged and like whatnot. Has anybody ever thought that like if you went to like a wicked huge stadium show, it just seems to be like way too perfect? Does it really surprise people that maybe, possibly, by chance, the band that's in front of you is not actually playing the music that is being portrayed, like, out? I mean, they do it at the Super Bowl most of the time. They absolutely do it at the Super Bowl. They have not played... So you can't fuck up. (laughs) They have not played the national anthem live since I believe it was, was what's her name right didn't she doesn't there somebody who like messed it up or something somebody messed up the national anthem yeah. and like ever since then they have not never played it live yeah. now they'll have the recording artist play it live somewhere else record it there right and then use that is it right no because especially Motley Crue like any tour that they're a part of, like you're spending hundreds of dollars for tickets. Like some of those, like get up to like two, three hundred bucks. Yeah. Like just to get in for like seats and like shit like that. Absolutely. But 
And you know what? They're actually like a prime example because like Motley Crue, like how many times is have we made fun of like the lead vocals from like a Motley Crue show gone bad or right. like it's like I feel if guys... anyone needs to be doing that, it's fucking Vince Neil. Right. Like so like like we've all made fun of like Vince Neil. We've all made like Nikki Six is like old as fucking shit, man. I mean like Although he still plays because he's in uh what's that? Hell yeah? No, he's in um, 6 a.m. Yep. But, like, the the point is, is, like, the show has kind of actually become more of, like, a light and a visual thing with, like, the music in the background. Right. So, I hate to say it. It's not surprising to me. And it wouldn't surprise me. And I go back. The last time I saw Metallica was at, um, at a Boston Garden show. Machine Gun... Not machine gun, machine head, machine head open for him and the sword open for him. Sword. Those were great shows. And then Metallica came out and played, and Metallica actually was not on stage for any intro of any song. Yeah. So as an example, like all the guitar stuff, yeah, like like the whole guitar intro. Like you get the like the the war and the do 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 do, and you even hear the doom. Like the, you hear the drumming, mm-hmm. but there's not a single person on stage, and like they didn't actually come on stage until like the actual vocals came on. And this was back in, gosh, oh six, oh seven, like something like that. I mean, it's just not surprising anymore. It wouldn't surprise me like if every single one of these stadium shows were like a hundred percent backtracked. Like the people are actually out there. Like they're oddly perfect. Yeah. There's never a mishap. There's never a problem. Like they're all Seems out there. Be for a reason. They're posturing. They're doing their thing. They're they're showing. So I mean, it just doesn't it wouldn't surprise me if like especially these older bands. I'm like I'm sorry. Like especially these older bands. Like you're not that perfect. It's true. Like it's, true. it can't be possible that you're that perfect. Right. I agree. So I mean it's it's literally a puppet show and you pay good money for it, but it's all about ambiance, the light show, the presentation, and, and everything. you know, just make it awesome. Yeah. Well, it's just opinion. interesting. I've just never seen a drummer. I mean, like, I understand, like, the whole setup, but just having the drummer do it seems weird to me. Like, that's got to be weird to do. Now, to be fair, you have to be watching that guy. Yeah. Well, like, so. For somebody to pick that up. Well, here's the thing. So, reading it. <clears throat> um. I just read. Okay, so uh, within the video, the sound of cymbals can be heard playing just as Lee is walking toward the instrument and taking a seat. So it started playing before he even sat down. (laughs) (laughs) But Christ, I've also been to shows too, like where you see a cymbal get hit, but you don't hear it for like a couple of seconds after. But that just might be like literally the delay between what you're the Right. It's like. It's so hard, but I, I'm telling you, these stadium shows sometimes are just, like, way too fucking perfect. It would not surprise me. Especially, like, so up here we have Gillette. Gillette Stadium is, like, the massive, like, music venue. Like, especially like, the country shit that comes through here and, like, all that stuff. Like, it would not surprise me if every single one of those mofos are actually all recorded and just being backtracked. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. It's too perfect. Right. There's no rawness to it. Right. 
no, I agree. And it might not even like listen. They might actually keep the vocalist live and backtrack yeah, so everything else. So he can else. talk and whatever, yeah. Right. So because like he can you know banter like a little bit, but like kind of a thing. But they might keep that live. But like like I'm I'm a skeptical human being when it comes to like so like reality TV and I mean reality music. This might be it. How many group? How many artists have they caught? Like not on cue or, it's like. Yeah. No, I mean. It's a weird one. Listen, go there for the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the people, and yeah. stop being skeptical. Like, put your goddamn phones away. <laughs> watch it. Just watch it or listen. Enjoy say. the experience because they will give you that at least. Mm-hmm. You are talking about a hi-fi radio experience. Pretty much. Like that's that's what live music has always been. It's a mm-hmm. hi-fi radio experience. Absolutely. Like so whether the group on stage is faking it to make it or, you know, like whatever the case may be, it's a mm-hmm. hi-fi radio experience and everything has an insane light show and Yeah. You just got to go and appreciate. Appreciate it. Stop being negative Nancy's and trying to find flaws and shit. So what? Tommy Lee wasn't there while he was playing drums. <laughs> That's fine. Don't worry about it. All right. Next Pam up. didn't care. No. Uh, he, well, he was there for that. I actually watched that show. I think I think you were talking about that. Yeah. Tommy and Pam? Yep. Was it bad? Yeah, it was interesting. Second uh, second or third episode where, like, the penis was this talking, is talking was to the like, penis. Yeah, was, yeah. was a little bit. But, like, that was, like, literally the stupidest thing that ever happened. Like, that well, show. yeah. Yeah. I definitely fell for Pam though. Like if that if any of that was true, like Pam was a victim. Yeah. That's what you don't know, you know. And Barb Wire really was not that good. No. No, it was terrible. No no. So terrible. No no. Large breasted woman killing people. Nope. Eh, you know. Everyone's got a thing. Didn't work. Everyone's got a thing. Uh, for things that are working, um, so Bullet put out an album, I think, last year, and we discussed it. We talked about it. They've put out three more singles. Almost, We're almost pushing pretty soon, like, a whole new album. And they've all been heavy as shit. And they just released the third one called No More Tears to Cry, which is probably the, like, lightest of them all. No More Tears to Cry. Mm-hmm. Not to okay. be confused with Tears Don't Fall Or Cries in Vain Or Other stuff Listen, they're called Bullet for my Valentine There's only so much sub- subject matter out there Right But like they've, They're still They've been following this like heavy Angry I don't know if you've caught any of the new singles that have come out But they've all been like Just so mad Which is fine I mean, I totally enjoy it it's just I'm telling you, somebody got a hold of them in gravity. And like somebody like touched like the wrong nerve or the wrong band member. It's like, oh, oh, you didn't like gravity? Well, here. Right. New drummer too though, right? Yes. Like since? Uh it's after gravity. He was in the newest album too. I still like Moose better, but that's okay. It's okay. He's in Kill the Lights and I'm I'm still with them, so mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's interesting. They they must have just had a lot of shit that they wrote and they're just firing it out. Makes you wonder. You know, big bands, they have agents, they have managers. And the agents and the managers get like get like, you know, their percentage. 
Uh, some and spine there was that weird little segment there where like everybody went soft, and it's like, hey, this is what you have to do to make us some cash. I'll give him that credit. I like it. Listen, Bulletproof by Valentine has never been the heaviest band I've ever heard. No. They've never been the lightest band I ever heard, yeah. but they've had some swings and they're they're uh Oh I they're I swing it now. Oh I enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Like they're like I like their guitars. I like Agreed. Agreed. Um stay angry forever. What do you want next? Slipknot related, which requires two. Um or some another new release. Which is a little different. Let's go new release with a little different. We'll do okay. Getting tired of Slipknot. <laughs> I think Slipknot's getting tired of Slipknot. To be quite honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> so these guys were actually on our our female uh, list way back when. I think it was our first. Was that like one of our first episodes? Can I just say one more thing about both? Sure. Both from Valentine. Probably one of the fullest four pieces I've ever heard in my life. Right. Well, I mean, Matt Tuck does play guitar, so that helps. But he does it very well. One of the fullest four pieces. I agree. Yeah, even still. Yeah. Like right, yeah. one of the fullest because mm-hmm. like both of those guys riff. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so. But I digress. I'm putting this more, I guess, on a personal thing. So. Icon for Hire. They kind of went in a weird direction. Degent. Yeah, they got weird. <laughs> so they actually released Breakdown, which is the one that's in our in our brain right now. And um, I'm impressed. I think it's it's got some better balls to it. I mean, she's still got the the voice, but they seem to have the guitarist back in it. There's actually like like a band, you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's I'm impressed. I don't know if maybe it just didn't work for her. If Ariel just kind of like that that synth thing they went to for two albums was just like didn't work, didn't grab. Well, maybe it was like one of those things where it's like, well, this is my thing, but like nobody else liked it, so I have to like go back to the. Uh, and they started punky, first two albums, yeah. and they got weird, but then they started to kind of pick back up again. This sounds like mature Icon for I Hire. It does. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Like back in the day, she was just like a pissed off teenager, but now she's like mature Icon for I Hire. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair. I mean, it does change. I mean, look at uh. Hey, we all grow up. Look at um. Haley Williams. I mean, I'll give you a mature someday. <laughs> I mean, that would be crazy. <laughs> get married and stuff. Yeah, I'm adulting. Soon you're going to get white sneakers and mow your lawn every day. Oh, white sneakers. That would be a disaster. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't know. I, have you ever seen my lawn? It's just a dust bomb. That's the same way. You put a mo- you put a mower across it. It's just like dust everywhere. Yeah, I have to like get a gas mask when I mow my lawn, <laughs> just so I, can I had get a ride on mower one time. I was like, whoa, no, this is gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> like Hurricane Marcus just came through. <laughs> <wind. laughs> <laughs> Everything's fucking dirty. That's a small my my small addition to it. I have a white vehicle. Oh yeah, even worse. Yeah, like yeah, no you bad. Can't, you can't mow my lawn. No, no, no. Just let it grow. Yeah, or just park somewhere else. I'll <laughs> <laughs> go over. I'll go over. Go with the new fiance. I was like, "Why are we park four houses on the street?" You'll see. Yeah, we're gonna take the trash out. Yeah. All right. So, so Slipknot. My Slipknot thing here has um technically no release in it because 
they have a new release. And um, have you heard it at all yet? No, sir. Okay. This is fun. I'm Virgin It's ears. called The Dying Song. Um, I think it's good. I mean, it, it's got the slip. I mean, the Slipknot's always thought the Slipknot sound. They haven't really changed. I mean, they've gotten a little lighter in times, but you always know it's them. So, like I said, they released The Dying Song. Okay. Um, so this will be their seventh album. Uh, That's it? The End So Far, which is due to release on September 30th. So I can't believe this album make it, made it. He was talking about Quinn Slipknot like, like three, four years uh, ago. Like three ep- Like three when we started albums. this podcast, he was talking about like... like three albums ago, yeah. But we saw them. When we, actually, when we saw them way back when with fucking Bullet. Yes. That was kind of like when... Yeah, because he was tired. So yeah, I'm done with this. I'm old. But then he just did like three other cell projects and whatever. I think my thing against it is is like all of his projects are starting to like melt together, like Stone Sour and Slipknot and Corey M. F. Taylor. They're all starting to become the, like the same thing. Well, if you happen to see these guys live in, in the next couple of things, so Sid Wilson, who's their DJist, um, has actually animatronically puppetized his slip old Slipknot mask, and it actually sings along. To the music, like mm. on his on his set. So mm. if you want some nightmare fuel, that's a thing. That's cool. I mean, robots are gonna take over at some point, so we might as well start with music, right? They have a great stage show. I used to, I, I used to love in the old days. He used to have the, like those platforms on the big well, yeah, the springs and the guys swing like, around, and and like, spin around, yeah. Like, and I remember just watching and be like, dude, that looks like so much fun right now. <laughs> I want to do that job. I can hit things. It in might have been the reason why I wanted to be a musician. I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> and, that's what, and you decided to sing and play guitar. How did that go? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I just hosed myself like royally. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, I know Slipknot is, is as overrated, unfortunately, as, as it is. But they've seemed to do well. Listen, the thing about Slipknot, like... Corey Taylor will always have like his like little like little like little motif like kind of a thing. I don't think they'll ever get to the five finger death punch hate level because no. I think a lot of people still they appreciate... started early too. Right, like I, early, I, yeah. I feel like a lot of people still appreciates the uh, workings of like the Slipknot. Of course, this isn't terrible, but no, it's not, it's their, not it's bad like, at all. It's not their worst. No. Of their catalog. I mean, in theory, they technically have, like, a predecessor, if that makes any sense. I don't know if, if you've heard, uh, I believe they are called Vended? A Vended. Vended. V-E-N-D-E-D. So no one else can hear this, but I haven't played Marcus' headphones because he hasn't heard this. Yeah, it's fine. Um, who does it sound like? Hmm. Slap nuts. Slap nuts? Yeah. But no. <laughs> I mean, yes, but... That was a pretty good show that they put on. That was actually really good. They did good. That was a good tribute. A lot of energy. A lot of energy. In that that room was packed. Still packed. You had no option. No, no. You were just either in or out. 
That's no. That's gonna be a good time. I want to play to a room where if everybody goes to the left, everybody's going to the left. Uh huh. If uh-huh. somebody goes to the right, everybody's going to the right. Uh, so Vended is uh Corey Taylor's son and Clown's son. This is their band. Oh, I see what you did there. So it was, it, it didn't precede them. It's it's a, con- a continuation. It's a new generation. It sounds like fucking Slipknot. Of course it does. I mean, his vocals? They would be insane not to copy. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But, like, the vocals... It's like, dude, you're literally Corey Taylor's son. I, but it, Play music but like, sounds... like if he came out, like, playing fucking tonic. Like, listen to his voice, though. He sounds just fucking like him. Of course he does. He's like super sperm. It's super weird. He's like Corey <laughs> Taylor super sperm. I mean, the music... Corey is... Taylor probably picked a woman. It's like, dude, you're going to create my super sperm. <laughs> or harvest my super sperm. Harvest my sperm. That sounds weird. But yeah. Slipknot's doing things. There's going to be other stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Slipknot will retire, and like Vended will just fucking come we'll up. Just take over. Almost like Greta Van Fleet over fucking... You know, it's actually funny. I actually heard a quote one time that like Corey Taylor's son was like, yeah, I don't want to just keep, like be like the band in the shadow of Slipknot. I want to be like my own thing. It's like, oh, <laughs> well, you, you should have probably created your own thing, bro. Yeah, you <laughs> like... just fucking followed... It's like, oh, dad, 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 how do you write a metal song? Cool. <laughs> it's actually not bad, though. It's good. It sounds like the old shit. Yeah, this it, is like old school Slipknot. Because it's like, raw. Well, Slipknot's like getting... Because they don't old. have like the crazy, like, you know, gimmicks. You know what I mean? Like, it's just raw music. Come on, man. Everybody played a keg back in the day. Well, I mean, obviously. <laughs> With a baseball bat. With a baseball bat. On that note... Uh, let's move over to some pop culture for a little bit. Ooh. So thanks to Stranger Things, Eddie Munson, who's the one who played the Metallica, mm-hmm. uh, the internet is is thirsting over metalheads like never before, and it's getting weird. Uh, TikTok users are getting the hot for metalheads thanks to Eddie Munson. Uh, which is now racking up billions of searches. Uh, forever considered cultural outsiders, the alternative to the norm, it appears us metalheads are finally becoming cool. Can we continue? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in fact, according to TikTok, in what now racked up as billions, yes, billions of searches related to Stranger Things, Eddie Mens- uh, Munson on the platform were now also being kind of um, fetishized. Okay. Uh, Eddie Munson captured the hearts, obviously, in the uh, after he saved his friends from the creatures by playing Metallica's Master of Puppets, which he actually ended up playing with them at Lollapalooza, like backstage, just like kind of rocking mm-hmm. out with them. Um, but it's interesting, and it's totally. Interesting. I don't want to start a whole thing. But if this doesn't show you what social media does to people, I don't know what does. Well, you know what it does. Do you remember like the big swing where like the pop artists and like mm-hmm. whatnot were like wearing like Ozzy Osbourne shirts or like a band with like a cryptic logo and like somebody would like walk up to it. It's like, <clears> dude, <throat> do you name me three songs by the band of the shirt you're playing? And they're like, I don't even know who and this they is. They can't. Like, and they can't. There's nothing bad about this. No, it's not bad at all, In but fact, it's just interesting it's how... It's so great because 
All they did was feature something. Now, for us old ass people like myself, like Stranger Things actually like wakens like these memories of like this glorious time when like when the world was the fucking 80s, awesome. Right? If some in the eighties, am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So right. yeah. it awakens this time where like everything was awesome. Like late eighties, early nineties, like the mm-hmm. dude, the shit was a fucking bomb back then. Yep. And then it all disappeared and all got buried by like, you know, everything else that like happened kind of a thing. But the fact that like Master of Puppets plays on like Stranger Things and no, then instantly is the number one downloaded song. Fucking crazy, right? Because oh my god, what is this? And and I mean it's not metal related, but you have that running up the hill song, which came out in like eighty five or eighty four. And no one's really heard that song until now, and it's fucking everywhere. It's on the radio now. Right. This woman's like, oh, now I get my money? Like, it's weird. So, I would say, well done on the show, because, like, what you literally did was you revitalized, Mm -hmm. like, this whole section of awesomeness. Dude, Master of Puppets is fucking awesome. Oh, absolutely. Like, that song is awesome. Like, I can bash Metallica for hours if you gave me the opportunity to, but Master of Puppets is fucking awesome. And the fact that, like, that actually hit number one just because Stranger Things 4, like, played it on, like, an absolute epic part of their show. Mm -hmm. Like, this is amazing, and this is what should definitely, like, I try to think, like, 20 years ahead, like, what show could possibly come up that's going to, like, idolize the early 2000s and... 2010 and 2020 like this stuff is gonna just get like revitalized again yeah, like it's, it's really weird it's a strange although I, I hate media. to see what the show actually like depicts us right now but it's <laughs> me you us. and an- me you and another day oh buddy we look like that to them that's us long hair jean jacket ripped pants well i've been bald for years so i don't know yeah. about the long hair part um it's so awesome, though. It's so awesome. I'm telling you, man. Like those, those are the glory years. It's interesting. 80s, 90s, early 2000s, glory years. I agree. We knew how to party back then. And listen, kids, I never lecture, but let me tell you, <laughs> we weren't offended by shit back then. You made like we we actually grew up on your mama jokes. Uh huh. Fat guy jokes. Uh huh. We made fun of people of like, you know, alternative all over the place. And you know what? The people of alternative like lifestyles made fun of us right back. Mm -hmm. And we bantered back and forth and we all joined together for a classic, awesome metal concert. It's true. And we all wore our colors proudly, but didn't freaking fight each other for it. We didn't shoot for territory. Like I'm telling you, man, like it's glory days. And the fact that, like, something as simple as Stranger Things 4, which I haven't watched an episode of because, because when I watch Stranger Things, let me start that over. When I watch Stranger Things 4, it's going to start at probably, like, 9 o'clock in the morning one day, and it's not going to end till 11 p.m. at night when my mind is, like, just mind-blown. Because I've actually watched all the other episodes of Stranger Things. Yeah. But I will dedicate a day or a weekend of my life to Stranger Things 4. And everything that I'm hearing from it, everything that's coming out of it, everything that's becoming popular again because of it, fucking rad. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm bringing rad back. Rad? I'm going to start calling rad. Everything's rad. Totally. Totally rad. 
Uh, before we get into our, my the main one I want to talk about, um, our boys, Dead Fiction. Those mobiles. Acclamare. Acclamare? Is that you said that? Sure. I mean, like that's how it's spelled, right? Acclamare? Anyway. I mean... Killing it softly? Always. If you haven't heard it, please listen to it. Just for fun, they will be our headlining band at our second also annual true. Christmas party. <clears throat> also true. I so, like I like the grungy heaviness they're going. I'm 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 mm-hmm. on board for it. Oh, this might be one of the most talented local bands that we actually have in the area. Very good. Like we we, we had the pleasure of hosting them like last year, and like some stupid idiot put them as the opener, thinking that like they weren't heavy enough to which, handle. Which I mean, which in fairness worked because. He, again, was hungover as anything. <laughs> yeah, but they get up there, and you're just like, wow. That's like the greatest band I've ever seen in this area. They have a very menacing presence. Like, it's very powerful. So, so we're featuring it this year. So, it has to be featured. It must be featured. And, funny story. So, there's another, uh, there's another promotion company in this area, which I'm semi- quasi associated with right. but i'm not going to name them but like they might have had them in like another band that i was actually trying to get on said bill mm-hmm. and they were there for like the week before and like i reached out and i'm like hey dude you really want to play the same venue like <clears throat> two weekends in a row and if that's the case i mean i might have to take you off of the uh feature spot because i mean like where's your crowd gonna go right like right. to, to mm-hmm. like which one is like oh whoa 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 so and this is where I love Colin and like the guys in like Dead Fiction because like no 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 dude we talk to you man we talk to you and like we let me find out some info on this like I'll get back to you like ASAP and like within like three hours he was like yeah we're on your show we're off that show like we're not mm-hmm. doing that like we dedicate we we committed to you so these guys are fucking they're amazing. good they're good dudes too I mean we, we absolutely actually have a few episodes back where we brought them on board again so. That's all I want to say about that. I love those guys. Perfect. And I'm so proud of them. I really yeah. am. Well, they've, they've done some good work. Even, I mean, the music video and stuff, too. I mean, it all came out awesome. Everything they do is like 100%, which I love. And if you're in the North County area, 12-3, we will... They're they're everywhere, like, before us. <laughs> but, like... Right, yeah. We, like, we're literally featuring and them. That right? means find them, follow them, go to the show. The whole nine yards. All right finish this off discussion time so pantera yeah this is a hot topic to tour in 2023 for the first time in over 20 years so the band is signed with artist group international to book their north american dates so um i'm not sure what that word is but so obviously Pantera, being as popular as they are, um, created Vinnie Paul, Dimebag, unfortunately, both no longer with us. So, um, I believe, from what I understand, um, I think Zach Wilder is on the list. Am I correct? Like they, he they, was, but did he... they move him again? My understanding was that the bass player. Rex. said that that would never happen. He, oh, he said that. But... But I've actually heard that, like, a uh, a potential, like, uh, tribute to Pantera was 
in the books and Zach Wild would actually fill in for uh for a dime bag. So right. that remains to be seen. Um so they, the things they they gotta have something in line, right? Because I mean, well, a lot of things about this tour because the terminology being thrown around is is it a reunion or a tribute? Which obviously you you're not gonna have a reunion without Diamond Vinny. So, um, according to, so this is from July 18th, which is what two weeks ago. Uh, Billboard broke the news that a Pantera tour, which we're talking about, 2023. Uh, later revealed that Ozzy Osbourne guitarist and Black Label Society guitarist Zach Wilder and Anthrax drummer Charlie ben- B- Benante? Benante would round out the lineup. Both of which would be phenomenal. Because that would be like a that would be like the star studded. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, like you said, I mean, Zach Wilder's done it before. So, well, he's offered it up before. Like there was a there was um. There was a Pantera reunion that was in the works like years ago, and like Zach Wilde was like rumored to be a part of the uh, the reunion process, mm-hmm. and that reunion like never happened. You know, the logistics like never got turned out. I think everybody's continue your story before I. I was just gonna go. So this is actually Zach Wilder on the whole thing. Yep. Um. So, uh, verbatim here. Uh, when Vinnie Paul was still alive, when the fellows were all talking about doing it, Wild began. Um, I just always told them, I said, of course I would. If you ask me, why would I not do it? I'm going to honor Dime. It could be like uh, Noel Redding and Mitch Mitchell asking Eric Clapton if he would go out and honor Jimi Hendrix and Eric playing Jimmy's riffs and singing Jimmy's songs. And they're going out as the Jimi Hendrix celebration. And he's going to honor his buddy and he's going to play his songs. I think it's a beautiful thing. Uh, when we do the Dime Bash, it's a celebration of Dimebag's greatness. Uh, it's a Pantera celebration. That is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not a replacement. Uh, just like playing uh, St. Randy Rhodes stuff or Jakey Lee stuff or any of the guys. When I'm involved with the Experience Hendrix tour, you learn the songs. Wild went on. Um, so, uh, the guy interviewing him asked what Pantera songs he had started learning. And he responded with, it's a beautiful thing. You're celebrating Vinny and Dime's greatness and you're celebrating all the mountains that Pantera conquered and crushed. Um, obviously it's not Pantera. Pantera is those four guys. It's Phil, it's Rex, it's Dime, and it's Vinny. But it's just like Led Zeppelin went out with Jason Bonham playing. It was phenomenal. Uh, it told Jason, I was like, dude, you crushed it. Your dad is probably bawling. It's a great thing to hear them play that music again. And he pretty much said, I'm beyond honored to be a part of it. So, I mean, it's obviously Zach knows he's not like the replacement, but he's right. honoring. He respects the position that he's being Correct. offered to play this tour. Correct. Which in all honesty, could be absolutely huge. Right. And I'm on a lot of social medias. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of people that I follow, a lot of people that I friended in like the music community. And I've seen a lot of hate for this. Yeah, there's a lot. Tour. A lot of it. Um, 
number one, calling it like Phil Ensemble trying to do this as a money grab, which is crazy because like Dime and Vinny's families have all signed off on it. Right. Almost kind of like Static X. Yeah. yeah. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Like, like signed off on it. And the word tribute somehow or the word reunion came up somehow. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, we understand it can't possibly be a reunion reunion because you don't have two of your founding members. But at the same time, it's like you have a gentleman like Zach Wild who's honoring the position Mm -hmm. that he's playing in. As a celebration, and, not as and taking over. first thing the mind that ever came up was like, you know what, Sublime still freaking Taurus, mm-hmm. and Bradley Noel died in nineteen ninety six, and there's still Sublime. There's like Sublime. Look at Drowning like, Pool, right? Drowning Pool is still out there, and like it's a it's it's an honorable mention to like, and I'm not saying like. Those are like the front men and like whatnot. Like I understand, like Phil's still there, but like if if you think Phil's doing this tour, like despite the fact that Vinny and Dimebag aren't there, it's like this is a great opportunity because one, it's important, it's historic, mm-hmm. and you're gonna bring Pantera music back into the scene. We were just talking about it with like Stranger Things Four. Right. All you got to do is put the songs into the masses. Yep. And what a better way to honor Dimebag and Vinny than to play the music live in front of a stadium of people 20, 30 times, like however many like dates of, like they actually set. Like what better way to revive the legacy of like Dimebag and Vinny and Pantera because Pantera was fucking – Iconic. Uh-huh, they were absolute icons. Yep. So to not allow, I mean, what's the other option? Like never play it again. Like that's it. it. Seems no, no. weird. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, don't revive it to a new generation. Don't play it to a new generation. Just let it fucking die. And like you know, us old fogies will just be like, oh well, back in the day, you know, Pantera, blah 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 blah, and like it's like Grandpa who. But I think. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of hatred for Phil. I think that's a big part of it. There's a lot of hatred because I, I don't, and this is the thing with with the diehard fans. And ultimately, if you re- read into the stories, I think this is really what caused the assassination of Dimebag. Was everybody took a side when Pantera broke up? Right, and. <clears throat> It's like, you got to get over it, folks. Mm-hmm. Like, as a collective, they did amazing things. Mm-hmm. And this is a presentation of the amazing things that were created by Pantera. Like, you're not going to go to any one of these shows and anybody discredits what Dimebag did for the band, what Vinny did for the band. Agreed. It would actually shock me if there wasn't, like, some kind of, like, emotional tribute like, right, no, to it definitely because like when we first saw the static x tribute i remember like they did like a whole thing on like wayne static yeah they had the, the whole intro it, thing, actually, yeah. it actually hit me in the feels like a little so wasn't bit. his wife a big part of that too from correct well there was that like little video because like they had that cool thing like with the like in the intro and like they came out and played like some tunes and then 
like towards the middle of the show, they all disappeared, and it was like, like another, thing yeah, for, right. it was like a thing for like Wayne Static, yep. and it hit me like right in the fields. I mean, this is a huge opportunity, huge opportunity to not only dedicate some appreciation to the legacy of these guys, mm-hmm. and like I said, the hugest thing you're putting this music back in the back in the market back in the loop. because mm-hmm. it's huge. Pantera was huge to every metalhead in the world. And I I hate the hatred and like you know I think it's just because like as like human beings like we're just overly spiteful. We have to be spiteful about fucking everything. Uh It's like oh it's like this. It's a money grab. It's like this. It's this. It's this. It's this. It's like get over yourselves. I mean you know how many people and appreciate the opportunity that you have. Like, you can actually buy a ticket to Pantera. You mm-hmm. can go see Pantera live. Yep. And to be spiteful about something like that, it's like, I'd be willing to bet they put a beautiful tribute up. No, I agree. Like, it'll probably make grown-ass men fucking cry <laughs> in the middle of a fucking mosh pit. Yeah. There'll be fists. Elbows, knees, and tears just like <laughs> flying around. No, you're right. It's just and like like I, I brought as I said like I mean it's not like they're the only person to ever do this. And Zach named off like twelve. They do it all the time. You know what I mean? Because you honor what was there. That's the thing too. Like the replacement members, it's like, oh no, we're not, we're not here because we're better than Pantera. It's like we're here because Pantera made us. And you're also taking guys from. I mean, you're taking from Anthrax, which was arguably one of the big right. four, right? Like, and then I mean, Zach, I mean, was a little newer, but he's still with Ozzy. You know what I mean? He was still part of that, hugely part of that. No, it's just it's it's a bummer to see the hatred for it. And you know what? I hope they sell out every single show that they play. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I'm sure they will. I haven't seen the concert dates, but I would literally if next it, year if it fit my gnarly schedule. Right, right. I'm front row. <laughs> front row. That'd be cool. I had the opportunity to see Pantera. I saw I saw Pantera in the Extreme Seal tour. Yep. Slayer opened for them. I've never seen so much fire <laughs> in my life. Yeah. And the massive backdrop and the twenty dollars it cost me to uh pay the guard to let me in the floor seats. <laughs> which meant I could not get anything to drink. Uh, whatever. Or totally leave worth to go it. pee because I never had a bracelet. Totally worth it. Like that that's world changing shit right there. Yeah. And I, I feel like everybody has to like kind of like open their minds like a little bit and like be like get rid of the world reunion or the word reunion I should say it's not even a tribute it's not it's not a tribute like it's gonna be it's it's almost gonna be like a tour of celebration yeah I mean that's kind of what Zach said it's a celebration and. We need to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to thank yourself if you've never experienced like Pantera before, especially live. Like you would thank yourself right. for putting that in your cuz it's unbelievable. I know a lot of people that have never seen Pantera live. Like so I feel I consider myself 
fortunate where it's like, oh, yeah, I can say I've seen the original Pantera live. And mm. I know a lot of people that haven't. And I, I haven't. can say it it doesn't get any better. They're, they're one of the ones I wish I did see. And I've been to thousands of concerts. Mm-hmm. But knocking, uh, I don't know. The hatred's got to go away. I agree. We're 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 overly negative sometimes on this podcast. We've actually like, been very positive most of the this one. This is a very positive. Well, this episode. one we're, we're mostly positive, but I th- you know I look back on like our history, mm-hmm. like we, we generally lean towards the negative, yeah. like sometimes. And like Dave, God love you, bud. Like the, your your topics that you want to like, come up with is no, like, no. Oh, what's the worst? Blah blah blah. It's like well, yeah. Well, eh. I mean, Transformers is scary. So scary. Armageddon. Oh. Yeah, Armageddon can actually happen. So yeah, couple years. It fucking give, give Ben Affleck. It was like an asteroid that, like skipped off like the air surface yeah. like last weekend or something like that. I don't know. I was at Old Orchard Beach. Didn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't part of that. I think that's it. So heavy metal over a six pack. We're in. We're going to Pantera. Let's do it. We should. We absolutely should. And we will record and report if Phil says one word about Vinny and Dime sucking at life. Yeah, yeah, well, well, you know. Be willing to bet the opposite. (laughs) It's a good chance. (laughs) It's a high chance, really. And it's probably backtracked. Eh, you know. (laughs) Whatever. All right, on that note. All right, kids. Take it away. This is the uh, only place you can get local and national and international band and beer reviews. Talk about stuff, news, music. Uh, Mouth words, yeah. Mouth words. All that stuff. Yeah, mowing lawns, dirt tornadoes. Get some uh, good background music going on tonight. I try. You did well. I try. HMOA6pack.com That's where we at You can find us Uh, We're out there on the Spotify's And the uh, YouTube a little bit Instatubes Instagrams Facebook Go Go, find those entities I've noticed a lot of uh, Indian populations have been liking our page lately That's exciting Hey whatever We reach all edges (laughs) of the world (laughs) Probably fake. Eh, but I've been doing you, a lot of Indian, Indian catering, so maybe they just kind of bleeds through. I don't know. Nope. I'm so sorry then. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why. I'm if just, not fake. My phone's near their phone, so they're like, hey, you might be friends. If not, thank you. But yeah. we love you all. Keep listening. We'll be back on a regular basis and keep watching for the content. We'll be here. We'll be with socks and shoes and... Goodbye. That is the end of this Peace. Episode. Thank you for tuning in to another exciting episode of Heavy Metal Over a Sick Back Podcast. Marcus, Dave, and Anthony signing off. Check out the podcast at hmoa6pack.automatic.net. Email hmoa6pack at gmail.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.